afternoon, Vanessa. How are you? I'm very good. How are you, Audi? All right, all right. And we're back with another episode of The Treester. Uh, yes, today we are actually going to tackle the hybrid car question going off the EV research we did last week, Tesla and going all over that and, you know, finding a lot of surprising stuff, you know, and now we're wondering, are hybrid cars maybe better? You know, are they a better solution? Uh, so what is a hybrid car, right? Uh, simply a hybrid car combines at least one electric motor with a gasoline engine to move the car. Uh, the first hybrid car was built in the year 1899 by engineer Ferdinand Porsche, and that's Mr. Porsche of the famous Porsche cars. He's the he's an auto he was an auto engineer and founder of the car company. Uh, the first hybrid that one was called Mixed uh, Mixta. Sometimes people call it that way, and basically used gasoline engine to supply power to an electric motor that drove the car's front wheels. However, you know, when Henry Ford came along with his auto assembly line around 1904, you know, his ability to produce gasoline-powered cars that were very low-priced, pretty much, you know, they shrunk the hybrid market significantly. And it wasn't until recently that we've seen a resurgence in hybrid cars, right? Uh, but there are different types of hybrid cars, actually, and they're not all the same. Right. For example, the first one that we found, there's one type that's called the parallel hybrid one. And that's usually the most popular one, you know, like the Prius, the Volts, Lexus, Hyundai, Ford, Honda, you know, all those brands that, that they're parallel hybrids. And the technology, the way that the technology works is that uh, the electric motor and gasoline engine are connected in a common transmission that blends the two power sources. Wow. So uh, the next one I'm seeing is the series hybrid. That's an interesting one. So it's designed uh, the electric mm -hmm. the electric motors. They provide all the thrust. The gasoline is just there to pretty much recharge the battery. And this results in a driving experience that's uh, more like an electric car. It's smoother, powerful and has like uh, and has a, a powerful. Oh, my goodness. What's wrong with me today? <laughs> Acceleration. So the BMW i3, which is a beautiful car. It's it's an example of mm -hmm. that type of hybrid, the series hybrid. Yep, yep. Uh, another type that I think a lot of people might have always seen around are the plug-in hybrids, right? And the plug-in hybrid basically enhances the conventional hybrid concept with a much larger battery pack. That, like an electric car, uh, it has to be fully recharged using an external electric source. So, like the public charging stations you see around. And basically, you know, if you deplete the electric range, the car reverts to being a conventional parallel hybrid, you know, like the Priuses and whatnot. And an example of that model is the Chrysler Pacific plug-in. Oh, yeah. And uh, the next one would be a mild hybrid, right? So all of the, the ones that we spoke about before would be considered full hybrids, right? Which means the electric motor is capable of actually moving the car by itself, even if it's only for a tiny distance. But um, in a mild hybrid, it actually can't. Mild hybrids don't improve fuel economy to the extent that actual hybrids do. Uh, and those examples of those are Range Rovers, the Range Rover Evoque, the MVs and Audis. Yeah. Mm -hmm. All right. So 
So yeah, and now we we go back to that question, right? On our first episode with Teslas and EVs, right? Are they yeah. green? Are hybrid cars green? That was an interesting episode. If you guys have not checked that out, feel free to definitely check that out. We are also on Google Podcasts, Spotify. You can check that out. So to follow up on that, are hybrid cars green? So according to an in-depth study done by the U.S. Department of Energy's Agron uh, National Laboratory, right, a laboratory, hybrid cars actually require more energy to produce than the average gasoline-using car, and they emit more greenhouse gases, and they burn more fossil fuels during the manufacturing process. So the production of hybrid, like car batteries. Uh, they actually require more energy to produce than the actual like standard car batteries, and they like have higher emissions of carbon uh, of 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 gases like sulfur oxide. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Uh, another thing we I found and we found right, and a big question is right: Do the environmental impacts of hybrid vehicle production outweigh the long-term benefits of driving? A cleaner running automobile, and apparently the answer is no. You know, if you drive both a conventional car and a hybrid car for about you know let's say a hundred and sixty thousand miles, uh, the conventional vehicle does require far more energy to operate and emits far more greenhouse gases over its lifetime. Right, like the long, you know, you drive it every day that accumulates. So and apparently that does cancel out any imbalance during the production phase. That's that's definitely interesting information because uh, also every every um, gallon of gasoline that contains about uh twenty pounds of carbon dioxide, a hybrid car would lit would like give one point six pounds of carbon dioxide every hundred miles, and the average car would emit seventy four point nine pounds. Right. So if you multiply those numbers over the actual like lifespan of the vehicle, the times you you ride it for you know approximately like 160 miles, 160,000 miles, then um you can say that the hybrid cars definitely make up for the heavier production like carbon footprint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. Uh yeah, and I guess you know the trouble with plug-in hybrids and. Electric cars in general, as well, is that the electricity still isn't always cleaner than gasoline, right? Like more than 45% of electricity in the U.S. is generated by coal power plants, right? The back to the old tech. And according to another Argon Lab report, if a public plug-in hybrid changes charges from coal-generated electricity, it could be responsible for emitting up to 10% more greenhouse gases. Than a conventional vehicle, and up to sixty percent more than a standard hybrid. Yeah. Yeah. So, through the overall conclusion of this, do you think that hybrid cars are actually green?、Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think you know. At the end of the day, we all know that research can be biased, right? Yeah. The hybrid companies they'll probably try to find information that supports their hybrid cars. The gasoline-powered companies—they're going to do their research that supports their car, right? And、yeah. for us, that、uh, you know, we're kind of in the middle. We've seen maybe you know driving a hybrid or an EV. You know, obviously, everyday use—you know—they don't emit、uh, carbon emissions, right? Yeah. The question is—is is the 
contamination that happens while they produce, you know, the manufacturing, that 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 kind of dirty process, is it worse than uh, than the benefits that you're getting from driving a Tesla every day? Yeah, right? yeah. Uh, one research that you found, it says yes, right? Hybrids are, it, it makes up for it. You know, at the end of the day, I guess for me to come to a final answer from my side, I would have to do the research myself so I can trust it and whatnot. So, yeah, yeah, that, that's my opinion. I don't know about you, Jody. Yeah, um, I, I do agree with you. Um, every company is gonna their research is gonna pretty much be biased to to promote, I believe, their their own personal agenda for the most part. Mm-hmm. So I definitely agree with you 105% on that, and. Um, I, I like the fact that the the gases are that um, the greenhouse gases that are emitted by the hybrid car is significantly less, you know, through the lifespan of the, the average car, significantly less than, you know, the, the average car. Mm-hmm. So but also the problem with that is the production. So I think being made like now we know the, the, the problem that we face with the production of these cars, with the, like the lithium batteries and the different batteries, just like the electrical car. It's 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 our it's our like prerogative now to go in and to to pretty much like have better research or to push for better research. So I do believe mm-hmm. that at the end of the day. So yeah, like yeah. whatever we have now, we can just keep building upon it to just keep getting better mm-hmm. and better. We can't remain stagnant because we don't have the access. Mm-hmm. Yeah, research. absolutely. Yeah. Yep. Yep. That that's it. Yeah, I think we're getting there. You know, it's also knowing the problem, right? If no one talks about the problem, no one looks into it. There's not that push to, you know, maybe we do need to work with better factories, the mining, and all of that. Yeah. Yeah. And I was talking to a friend about this as well, and you know, he mentioned why don't we use hydrogen fuel cells? That's actually yeah. Do, do you have you heard I've, I've heard about that? that. I've heard about that, but I think that could be another episode. Mm, hydrogen fuel cells. I like that. I like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's it's interesting. I, I don't know much about it, so you know we'll probably have to look into it. But there are other technologies. Who knows? Yeah, and I remember uh, watching a, a documentary. I don't know how good this is for the environment, but there were uh, it's a, it was a couple years ago. A group of um, kids built a, a motor that can use the the gas from the the, the oil from the the, the restaurants. The, I don't know how yeah, they I, I did think that. I've heard, I've heard about it. Yeah, I've heard a little bit. Uh-huh. But like when you yeah. think about the you know the reduce, reuse, and recycle, that's like. Like instead of just throwing that oil away, if that could be done, mm-hmm. and we'll see. I mm-hmm. guess more research has to be done about the, the if any you know greenhouse gases are emitted. But that's also another thing to look at too. So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Good stuff. Uh, yeah. And I guess now for next week, right? What are we doing next week? Uh, we were thinking maybe doing vegan mukbang. Yeah. Right? That, that's kind of switch it up a little bit, put in some video content so that, you know, it's a little bit more fun and whatnot. So I love mukbangs. We all love mukbangs. Woo, go mukbangs. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah. 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 And then also, I guess uh, we're going to be reviewing at the same time, you know, v- veganism is another option that can help, you know, or even cutting down the average consumption of, of meat. So even if you don't want to go fully vegan, you know what, instead of having a juicy steak every day, maybe like twice mm-hmm. a week you know so mm-hmm. so little things we can do as well mm-hmm. so and yeah yeah and now that you mentioned that uh, it just 
light up a little light bulb in my mind that uh, also, you know, we're kind of worried about greenhouse gas, carbon emissions and all of that with vehicles and whatnot. But last night I was uh, looking at some information and basically it's saying that even food production itself, right, that can, yep, that impact is actually might be a lot larger than all the cars we drive, all the, yep, so, know you know. I didn't know that one. Yeah, I, I, I think we, sh- we can do that transition, right, from, you know, looking at how we can improve the environment and help the environment with vehicles. Actually, the answer might also be, you know, our diet, you know, our diet might be even, it has a much larger impact. So Yeah, we, yeah. I, I definitely want to do some more research into that. That's also another mm-hmm. great episode. I feel that should be coming mm-hmm. in the future. I definitely like yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah, you're just full of great ideas. See, that's that's why that's why you're the co-founder. Full of great ideas. <laughs> yeah, we we you too, uh, Yeah, I off your energy, your so podcast. that you know, if you have a great leader to to, to yeah. stir everything, then you, you know the energy trickles down. So, mm-hmm. I really appreciate that. All right. Yeah. All right. You. So we will see you guys next week with a cool episode, and this time it's going to be about food. Who doesn't like food? We yeah. all love food, right? Absolutely. I'm looking forward to, you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm going to confess, you know, I'm not a vegan. I'm not even a vegetarian. I'm fully meat, you know, but actually I'm going to move towards vegetarian. I'm going to try it okay. and we'll probably document that to see, you know, from a meat lover's experience, you know, transitioning to vegetarianism and how that's gonna work so pretty excited about that too and i'll be cool to suggest some some you know restaurants and places mm-hmm. i went to mm-hmm. an amazing restaurant uh this week but um mm-hmm. i i actually got some dope pictures i think we could like upload it i'll send it to you to upload it to the instagram so yeah yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely yeah. all right so i'll okay. definitely send some places you can check out all right okay sounds good sounds all good. right so we'll see you guys next week. And thank you, Vanessa. And don't forget, guys, check out the Treester at thetreester.com and Instagram, thetreester2020, okay? And we're also on Twitter, yep. LinkedIn. Yep. Check us all out, all right? All right. All right. Bye, guys. Okay. See you, guys.